G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Hi, thanks for having me. Rama, last time we were talking, uh, we were talking about a, a bit of a vision that you had for Australia in yes. the sense of uh, Indigenous people uh, really hearing something special, a new revival coming out of something of uh, a people who were able to worship and understand the land that they're living in. Yes. Now, this new book that you've written, it's about experiencing something of the presence of God and bringing that forth in your own music. Yes. Yes, it's something that I'm very passionate about, and I think it's because for a lot of my two decades, <laughs> I think the first decade of my ministry, I spent a lot of time trying to be something that I thought people wanted me to be. In fact, I still remember the very first tour I did in the early 90s. It was with David Meese, who some of your listeners may know, and I had no understanding of Christian music, no understanding of Christian radio in Australia, and it was incredibly overwhelming to me because all of a sudden, I'd never been on a plane in my life. Within two weeks, I'd travelled all over Australia. I'd done 14 flights, and I'd had microphones shoved under my mouth doing radio interviews with all these people, and I got so overwhelmed by the, the... the attention all of a sudden there was just this spotlight on me and I didn't actually know how to deal with it and I found that I was constantly thinking am I good enough is this song okay will this be all right and I was really trying to model myself off what I thought people wanted and then I realized that our best role model is Jesus and as a creative person if I really want to be the kind of artist that impacts people I should be modelling myself after the greatest artist who has ever walked the earth, which is Jesus. And God is such a creative God. You know, we often look at him as the man who is the, um, you know, like Jesus came and he was the man of the nations. He was is a political figure, but so creative at the same time, you know. And, and so I started to study this, and that's why I wrote the book about how can I model myself after God as the great artist? And it was fascinating to find out that a lot of stuff that we think we should be is not really actually biblical. And so I've I've just spent the last 10 years just trying to relax and be in his presence and not have too many plans. You know that scripture that says there are many of the plans of the righteous, but it's the Lord that guides his steps. I think sometimes we plan our lives so much. We have our five-year goal, our 10-year goal, that we leave no room for God to actually be spontaneous and move. And if you think about it, Jesus, when he was on the earth, a lot of the miracles that he he did were when he was on the way to somewhere else. You know, he was on the way to so-and-so and a man stops him. And there was all these interruptions. And I think today we look at interruptions as interruptions. But actually, Jesus, the majority of his miracles and his healings happened in the interruptions. So part of being creative is relaxing, not having, for me anyways, not having so many plans, but actually just going with the flow a little bit more. And I've noticed that the creativity has just exploded since I've done that. And, of course, in your book, The Quest for Supernatural Creative Influence is uh, the second part of your title, 
the first part of the title, The God Artist. But the quest really illustrates something of your journey. And, you know, when you talk about being so naive, uh, when you first got underway, uh, being a Christian musician, uh, a couple of decades on, there's a bit of a maturing that takes place and enables you to be able to understand more deeply what it is to tap into uh, that supernatural. Yes, it's very true, and it's not easy to do because, you know, the indus- it's an industry. Even though it's Christian music, it's still an industry. There's businesses that are built around it. And it's very easy to fall into that trap of just being a mouse on a spinning wheel and, you know, writing a song that's going to get radio play instead of writing the song that God says to write. Do you know what I mean? That I'm just really wanting to encourage people to be God artists and go, what is God telling you to do? That might be really different than what is expected of you but that should be okay and you know I want to just preempt that by saying um, that I don't think it means being individualistic I think there's a difference between being unique and being individualistic being individualistic means I'm going to do what I'm going to do and I'm different and I like being different and you know you're not really part of a team you don't have a team spirit being unique actually means giving to the body of Christ with what you have and understanding that it's okay that it might not be the same as the person that's standing next to you, but you're willing to serve with it, with what you have. Vision Christian Radio is all about connecting faith to life. From inspiring stories about the struggles we all face to helping you understand the issues going on in the world to clear and understandable Bible teaching. All peppered with great Christian music, the latest news, and even a few laughs along the way. Tune into a Vision Christian Radio FM or AM station near you. Listen online at visionradio.org.au or download our free app. There's two things that I, I think are vital and I think they're very simple. One is immerse yourself in God. I think a lot of times anyone in vocational ministry is always looking outward at the stuff that they have to do, the people that they're serving. But that is going to kill us very fast. And I've been in that place. You know, I had a, a um, I suffered mental exhaustion, nervous exhaustion in the 90s because all I did was give, give, give. And I wasn't really spending any time with the Lord except for when I needed something to say to somebody, you know. And so I just think enjoying his presence being his friend, um, making that the most important thing in your life. And that might even mean that no one knows who you are. No one's heard your songs. You know, I love the story of, uh, you know that song, I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice. I remember hearing, I think it was that song, of the lady who wrote that song. Was She lived in a caravan park. She was a mum of a couple of kids and she just wrote that song to sing in her caravan when she had time with the Lord. And that, look at what that song's done, mm-hmm. you know. And so actually spending time with him and enjoying his presence for no other reason but that you just love Jesus is really important um, because that is the well where all things spring. The second thing is being humble, just being having a humble spirit, understanding that no matter how long you spend doing what you're doing, no, how, no matter how crafted you are, how gifted you are, how anointed you are even, that you can always be teachable, you're always going to make mistakes um, and, and just accepting that that's part of the journey and being humble about that. Um, I always find it really sad when people who are naturally gifted or really obviously have an anointing on their lives to do what they do can become very critical of the church. And, and one of the things I write about in my book is that if there are problems in your church, if there's... And look, 
I reckon every church has its issues. The book of Proverbs says, where there there is no ox, there is no mess, which is a very polite way of saying what I don't want to say on air. There's not a lot of (laughs) mess if there's not a lot of stuff going on. The ox represents work. And so pretty much every church you're going to go to or be a part of is going to have some sort of problem. And 99% of the time it's in the worship. (laughs) Don't ask me why. But let's not have a critical spirit about that. You know, our role as God artists is not to sit back and go, these are the things that are wrong, this is so frustrating. Our role is actually to educate the church. And um, I don't mean that in a cocky way. I don't mean we know something that they don't. I just mean let's serve wherever they are at. Now, sometimes that's not always possible. But I know in my own church, I've been in my church for 20 years, it it's been wonderful and glorious and frustrating all at the same time you know there's been times when I've gone I don't understand why this is happening and oftentimes it's been because I've had to change something about my attitude or sometimes it's because they're not there in a certain point as well but we have grown together because I do understand that our role is to educate not criticize so I think those two things are very important to immerse ourselves in a relationship with the Lord and secondly have a humble spirit and of course if you are immersed in the things of God and if you are a person who is reflecting that humility of Christ then uh, the idea of uh, having a mentor, someone who disciples yes. you to actually reach your potential is going to be something that you're going to be open to and you're going to be able to rise under under that uh, special attention. That is such a great point and that is so important. I've had mentors all along the way and there's, there's even been seasons in my life where I felt there was nobody that I could trust or understand, especially when I started to move a bit more in prophetic worship, spontaneous worship, which I'm very passionate about. And I started to go, there's no one in Australia. So you know what I did? I, I began to understand. Somebody said to me, you're looking for a whole bunch of things in one person and that you're not going to find everything you need in a mentor from one person. So you need to look to a few different trusted voices. So for me, that's people like Darlene Check, who's been a good friend of mine for many years. I started to just read her a bit more regularly. But then I started reading books. It doesn't have to be people you know. Bill Johnson, for me, um, I just love his books. Um, people like Tim Hughes, Matt Redman. I just started to begin to soak myself in in. Um, listening to people that I aspired to have a gifting similar to, if if that makes sense. Mm. And then what I found, you know, I remember about three years ago as I was starting to transition into this new phase of of this sound that I've begun to develop, that I felt very alone. I felt like there wasn't anybody in Australia doing what I was doing. Next thing you know, I mean, I just began to pray and say, Lord, please bring people across my path. And I've become very good friends with some people in America who are stepping into this. And then next, then you start to realize there's actually people everywhere doing what we're doing. We just weren't connected. And so um, God will bring the right people at the right time if we just stay on the path and trust him. Well, I'll encourage our listeners all over Australia, Roma, to get connected with you. Your book is The God Artist, The yes. Quest for Supernatural Creative Influence. And, uh, Roma, is there a particular website of yours that people can make a connection with you somehow? Yes, they can go to my website, which is romawaterman.com, and they can purchase it online there. And um, it is available at Christian bookshops, but I do believe it's sold out at the moment. It's sold, sold out very fast, which is... Very encouraging. Well, Roma, I'm encouraged by that. And you are a breath of fresh air. You're an inspiration. And uh, it's always a pleasure chatting. Thanks for being with us today on 2020. Thank you. 
Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.